Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Hip Hop Heads Podcast. Yeah. Uh, my name is Koopa, and I'm here with your man, Mr. Chris Ben Bass. Yo, yo. And, young, this is going to be the first time that we've done a regular episode in a while. Yeah, definitely. I think we did what do do two back to back reviews. Yeah, we did two back to back album reviews. Yeah, and so definitely uh, check those out if you haven't already. Definitely, and thank you for everybody who already yes, has yes. checked them out. We really appreciate it all day. And uh, I guess we'll go ahead and just jump into the random fuckery that's been going on. Yes. Now the first thing I want to talk about because I'm psyched to shit um, is that there's a motherfucking new Wu Tang album on the motherfucking way. They've already released the first single. It features Red Man and uh, was Method Man was on it. Uh, White uh, Raekwon was on it. And shit, who else? Somebody else was on it. God damn, my memory is like fried right now. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, the track was official. The beat is sick. The lyrics are sick. Like for real. If you're a Wu Tang fan, you love the shit. Go ahead and check that motherfucker out because so, they're releasing good shit. So that that brings me to something. Right? I'm gonna be honest with you. I've I respect Wu Tang for what they are, but I was never really into it. it just was, I just feel like it might have been a little bit before my time, and I was just never really introduced into it, right? I got you. But <laughs> this is my question, right, to you, like, because I've noticed with certain artists, right, that that I used to like, like a couple years ago, mm-hmm. I feel like, like <clears throat> later on, their music kind of, I wasn't really digging it at all. You know what I mean? Like their new mm-hmm. new shit. Like honestly, I, I hate to say it, but the first group i guess that comes to mind to me is bone thugs like their new new shit was for for not really that good yeah no i i they had a couple of joints that rocked on their latest album was the uni5 album but um but for the most part yeah like through the years they're not really a group that i've really fucked with long long term either but But, i mean honestly to me a lot of artists kind of like after a while you just stop listening to a lot of artists for like uh and you know, they're, they're, the older you get, the more their stuff, either their past stuff is even more cornier than it seems to be. Right. Or it's just like, damn, why did I rock this so hard? So I have to say one of my jokes is Ludacris. Ludacris is one of my oh, jokes. Okay. I used to rock the shit out yeah, of him because he came out during my my car, my party college days. Right. I used to love that shit. And now I go back and I listen to him. And I'm like, yeah, Luda is cool. But like, eh, Luda is not really music I'm going to go back and listen to a lot of. But right. it was cool for the time. Right. Not definitely. But the... Do you feel like Wu-Tang has kept it, uh, I guess, consistent in that aspect? Or do you feel like it's kind of been, just like other other people where it's kind of hit or miss, you know, or spotty-ish? I think that Wu-Tang, for the most part, has really kept it pretty tight, uh, pretty legit, lyrically, sonically, together as a group or solo uh, acts. Because, I mean, there's probably only one real, like, not great Wu-Tang album, in my opinion, and that's uh, Iron Flag. Uh, was that um, one of the new ones? Or? It was, like, 2004, 2005, maybe, something like that. It, was, right. it just, it wasn't that great. Right. But, I mean, like, there's always an album by somebody that you that you love that you're not going to like. Oh, like, yeah, I no, always definitely. say that there's one, like, of Nas's joint, the, the fucking joint with, with Queensbridge Finest, like, that album was trash to me. Like, right. I don't know what was going on with Nas <laughs> at that point in his life, but that album was trash. <laughs> hey, yo, I've been wondering, I'm like, damn, like, so I'm assuming artists probably just like, man, I, I'm, like, it's crazy because, like, like, all right, so the album he dropped after that, was it, in your opinion, was it, like, I guess, as good as the other ones, or... It was, or, you, or was that like what? What I'm about, what I'm trying to ask is, do you feel like as soon as they drop that album, that's kind of trash? Yeah. Do you feel like that's when their career starts heading like a different? Not necessarily, but that also I'd have to say depends on the artist. 
Right. Because sometimes an artist will have like they'll get to like album three and it'll be a complete flop and everything else that they do right. after that is a flop. Yeah, right, right. Some artists will have all right album number one, like a great album number one, a terrible album number two, good album number three, and mm-hmm. then number four is fantastic. Oh, like yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. they could there's there's such varying things like that. Um, I have to say one of the culprits of that is Lil Kim. Like I know a lot of people don't listen to female rappers, especially not Lil Kim, <laughs> given right. her usual subject. But like I grew up on Lil Kim, I was always a Lil Kim fan from number one, so I've kind of always checked for her music. Right. Uh, a lot of it is bad. I'm not gonna lie. Like she has a lot of terrible songs, but right. like overall albums, her first album Hardcore was legit. Right. Her second, I mean, it's a fucking classic. It's a hip hop classic. Mm. Uh, her second album, Notorious K.I.M., not a great album. Had a couple of good songs, not a good album. Third album, I think it was La Bella Mafia. That one was much better. Mm-hmm. Fourth album, I don't even the joint with uh, I don't even remember what the hell that album was. But then when she, I think actually I think the fourth album was um, the joint she did right before she went to jail. Oh, okay. That joint was actually kind of t- was pretty tight. Right. And it actually was the first female uh, rap album to get five mics in the source. Oh, okay. Sorry. So it was really big, right. and a lot of the album is good. There are a couple of bad songs on it. Right. I'm not right, gonna right. lie, but again. I don't think, I can't think of very many artists in off the top of my head who I can think of that pretty much have a flawless album that I like all the way through. Right, right. But yeah, no, I think I think Wu Tang has been able to keep it pretty consistent. Like I said, I think they've only had like one uh, bad album. Some people might fight me and say two, but right. I'm sticking with my one. Uh, and like I said, they've always been legit lyrically together. They've always been legit separately. So you know, they're the, literally the spawn of hip hop. They right. came out. After the big push of, you know, everything that came out in the 80s and in the early 90s, because they came out in 1993, they were the first ones to really switch it into the hardcore New York gangster rap style. Right. Like they, And it was a completely different <clears throat> rap style than everything else that was out. So, like, they continue that, to me, at least, they continue that. They continue the style of flows that you expect to hear, especially from each different member. Right. I know a lot of people aren't, you know, into Wu-Tang, so they don't listen to a whole bunch of the, the separate stuff too. But like right. each individual member, their voice is lyrically is is lyrically an instrument for real. Like they all sound completely different. They do right. different shit with their voices. You can tell who's rapping on the track, you know, if you if you're a Wu-Tang fan. So I think Wu-Tang was able to I think I hope that they're able to capitalize on the length of time that they've had between albums now to really crank out something really good. Because the only other Wu album that they worked on was that shit that fucking the rich nigga bought and, oh, won't, yeah. and won't put out for nobody. Yeah. Well, he played like three tracks on like like, hey, no like Instagram shit, Live one day. Like, for niggas, right? Because I feel like he's going to... Uh, I think he's going to go to jail for whatever the fuck he... I'm pretty sure he's gone. I, I don't even remember what it's for, but I remember it sounded like yeah. he was gone. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it definitely sounded like he's going to jail for a minute, dog. Absolutely. Yeah, but no, I, I guess it's going to suck for a lot of, you know, Wu-Tang fans. Like, damn, this nigga about to go to jail for a minute. Yo, like, my man better release that motherfucking album before he goes. I feel like Shit. they might reduce his sense if they do. So. I'm saying. But no, no, one thing I will say, though, about Wu-Tang is that, like, their their logo is recognized everywhere. Like, oh, like, fuck yeah. W- would you say, though, that that's, that's kind of, like, become, like, a... Thing of like pop culture almost yeah like. it's like it's like almost i mean wu-tang literally has like a cult following i remember the first time that i went to go see wu-tang yeah. i was in the 930 club and you've been in 930 right yeah so you know standing room only pretty much mm-hmm. and then i'm sitting there with my friends we're all like in our early to mid 20s 
and there was like a 70 year old white guy with a long ass beard that looked like my fucking uh <laughs> willie nelson right, right that was rocking the fuck out there was all type of asian people all type of hispanic people all type yeah. of black people white people the age range was ridiculous. I want to say it's the only concert I've seen with that type of age range that I've. That's ever crazy. Been to. I'm not. And I've lie. been to a lot of concerts. Right. Right. So now, usually, usually, I feel like concerts that I go to are more along the young, more along like the younger crowd, mm-hmm. and it's always the same. Like if I go to like a, like let's say if I go to like for example a Twenty One Savage concert, I mean, you know what you expect. Like yeah. Everywhere. Of course. You know what I'm saying young kids, whatever the fuck. But and then and same thing like if you were to go to like a. Um, like a Logic concert, you would know what to expect too. A bunch of white people. Yeah. But so uh, it's just it's it's always one or the other. Like wherever it's never like you said. At least for me, sure. A big wide range. Of, yeah. I'd have to say the only other age range, <clears throat> uh, real big diversity in age range is when I went to go see Linkin Park. Oh okay. And it was like. Yeah, nah. It was like two albums ago or some <laughs> shit like that. So. Yo, no bullshit, Linkin Park. I, that's another th- uh, group that I feel like had kind of like a semi cult following. Yeah. I guess at, at some point, because I don't know how the fuck like urban communities found out about Lincoln Park. That, that's, what, that's one of those groups. It, it's so crazy. That's one of those groups that like niggas just know about. You know? I think I think the only the real reason that Lincoln Park got a chance was because that they rapped. And because uh-huh. that the lyrics were actually not trash. Like, yeah. like they were actually pretty good lyrics. Uh, and then, I mean, I think it was just a time, like, I know during that time, I want to say, well, Linkin Park came out, I think, my senior year. Like, so that was like 2001. Yeah, I'm an old head nigga, is what. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it kind of like, I was getting, I had been getting into rock music the last couple of years because at that point, and like, I want to say the apex of hip hop for me was like 1998. Okay. And then from 98 to 2000, there was some hits, but it started really going downhill. There was right. a lot of trash that was made. Right. So I kind of got tired of hip hop for a while and I started listening to other stuff. And I was right. just like, all right, right, let me supplement this with some other shit. And right. That's when I started listening to rock music. Uh, I don't listen to country music at all, but uh, I will listen. I started listening to giving pop a chance. You know what? Quick, shit like that. Quick, quick side jump right here, right? Yeah. You know why I really don't like country music? Hmm. I feel like all that shit sounds exactly the same. I don't know if yeah. I'm supposed to be sad about it. I don't know if I'm supposed to be happy about it. I don't know if I'm supposed to be afraid. Dog. Just the, the twanginess of it gets on my nerves. Yes, it is ridiculous, dog. Just, yeah. it's, it's not something that I enjoy. It's really yeah. not. Um, but I mean, shit, I've been to multiple rock concerts and them Jones have yeah. rocked the fuck out. So <laughs> yeah. I don't give a fuck. Would you say that uh, Linkin Park was like one of, the, I guess, the first ones to do the whole rapping? On like a, I guess a, for lack of better terms, a rock beat. Not the first ones. Well, I guess you can go Chili Peppers, maybe. Uh, the that Chili Peppers kinda... a little bit. They rapped here and there, but like if you want to go groups like The Offspring. Like The Offspring were more likely to rap than yeah. to actually like uh, like you get a chance to look up the song Pretty Fly for a White Guy and you'll understand what The Offspring are. Oh, like okay. that's a more poppy version of what they do. Right. But they were like. Pretty much a punk are, are pop they like, band, like Gorillas, kind of. No, they're more along the lines of like a more like Blink One Eighty Two. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was like was more high, more high energy, yeah, but like yeah. you know, they had I a get, certain sound to them. I get what you mean. And you know what? What else did I get into? I got into Green Day, Aerosmith, all type of shit. Yo, you know what's crazy? Like I remember, uh, like I I got into rock right because. My parents were ignorant, and they thought that rap music was gonna like cause me to like do drugs and 
which is I feel like that's a, not a that's, that's a lot of minority parents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a lot of minority parents. No, dead ass. Because look, so for, for those of you who don't know, which is probably most of y'all, I have an older brother, and uh, you know this nigga. He you know he, he always listen to rap music, and that's that's where I got like my first like uh, listens of rap music. You know, whether it was Bone Thugs or Three Six or 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 uh, Dipset. Or, you know, Beans, the whole state property. Yeah. Like, I remember all of that. And it's funny, right? Because, like, older people, when, like, like I, I've been somewhere where they've been playing, like, a, a deep cut, like, of a Styles P song or, like, a or like a state property joint, right? Yeah. And I'll know the joint. I'll be rocking to it. And I'll be like, oh, shit. Like, I, a lot of people are like, yo, what the fuck? What you know about that shit? Yeah, like, exactly. And I'm like, dog, like, I mean, that's just what it, like, that's when I first got introduced to that shit, right? But like I said, so... My parents really wasn't rocking with me listening to that shit. I guess understandably so, but whatever, right? And um, 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 I would, I would like, I was because of that, I would start listening to like, you know, alternative rock or even like I remember at one point I was listening to. It's funny because at this point I don't think uh, dubstep existed. It yeah, was, it's called so. a techno. It was either techno or techno like or trance. trance. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I, I was fuck, I fuck with trance hard right but then i started fucking with um with uh with fucking uh with uh, like alternative rock yeah and honestly though it was it was because of fucking video games because i remember <laughs> i remember there was like certain songs and video games like especially like wrestling video games i used to play and them just they would just get so catchy in my head and that's the only thing i could listen to so i was like and it's so stupid dog because like my parents this is what literally my parents would do they like if, if they see me listening to like a cd player or whatever um they would go see what the fuck i was listening and if they heard it was rock, regardless of what the fuck they were saying, yeah, they were, oh, cool. okay, cool. Yeah. But the moment you heard like a rap beat, it was like, oh, nah, you're not listening to this. <laughs> so, but I'll be honest, shout out to them for that. Cause if it wasn't for that, I feel like I wouldn't be as open to listen to, you know, like anything. Yeah. I feel like I would, cause see, I feel like, like I said, because of that, I, I ventured in, in other little areas and I guess like the other shit. Yeah, exactly. So. I mean, it just it's everyone has a different reason for trying it. I just did it because I started getting a little bored of the trash that was coming out. So, you know. But apparently, according to Lil Wayne, oh, yeah. the Carter Five is coming out, y'all. Was, it's coming out. It's coming. It's out. definitely coming he out. He says he's controlling it too. It's his decision. Yeah. Apparently. But my main question is, at this point, does anybody really care? So, it, you know what's crazy about it, right? So, Drake, in my opinion took Wayne's spot for hottest rapper in the game. Yeah, even would though he's technically... Yeah, I would agree. Even though he's technically not rapping anymore and hasn't been for almost like two years. Uh, okay, but... <laughs> right, But yes, right. if you want to get technical, yeah, he, yes. Technically, yes. Yes. So, I, in my opinion, I feel like Drake's run is getting near the end because it's not like it was like a year or two ago where um, every fucking song he made was a fucking hit. Like he he released um, a song a couple I guess a couple weeks ago it was called uh, Signs, which I I thought was gonna be a hit because it's like that you know Afro uh, beat type of song. Oh Drake riding somebody else's wave again. Yeah, and I'm, no I'm not gonna lie I really like the song right, but I'm really surprised that it, like that shit did no had no kind of traction at all like that shit was not popping at all and then like there's other songs that like yeah they're they're they're, they're kind of they're hip hop hits but they're not pop hits like, yeah you know as, as big as like you know one dance or hotline bling yeah like you know what i mean so I, I feel like i don't know i feel like drake is kind of maybe not coming down but he's at least peak 
Yeah, I, 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 I could agree with that, so, honestly. I mean, you know, that being said, I don't, you're right, I, I don't know if anybody really cares about Carter 5. But you know what? I, I'll tell you what. I think people will care about Carter 5 if it's fired. If Only it, if it's fired. If, if it's not fired, then I think it'll just go right under the table. And and it better not be no long-ass, like, 22-track yeah, shit. Like, nah. nah, I'm not checking for that. Yo, nah, that's what I'm saying. But if it's fired, um, I, I don't need... But to be honest, I don't think that would put Wayne back in, like, that position. I just... Well, or, or actually, what do you think? You think... I don't think, because at, at this point, at the way that the game is, dog, like... Motherfuckers, if you're out of the game for too too long, like you are pretty much been replaced and you're your old news at this point. Yeah, no, definitely. <clears throat> and it's been I don't even remember how it's been like almost six years since they started talking about the Carter yeah. Five was gonna come out. Uh has it been that well, long yet? It might it might be. Yeah. Or at, at least four. Four, four to five. Four. four to five, I would say. So at this point, like you're trying to and you're trying I mean, like your buzz is it's been gone. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. like, oh yeah, Wayne was the greatest. What greatest? They're not saying Wayne is the greatest anymore because Wayne don't come out with shit anymore. Right. He come out on a couple of a couple of people's tracks every yo, now and then th- yo, throughout the year. Wayne used to be the Drake of a couple years ago, yeah. where like nigga, a, a verse from Wayne was priceless. Like, yeah. If you had a verse from Wayne, that shit was a hit. I Didn't remember, matter what he said. Yo, I remember there was this song right that uh, it was with this singer. Like it was, I think it was called Down. And honestly. That was that nigga's only hit. I never heard that nigga again. And Wayne, it was because Wayne was on it. Sean, uh, no. Sean, 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 Sean something. Sean something. He was from the UK. I remember that song. Are you going down, down, yeah, down? Yeah. yeah. yeah that, He's a pop star yeah. from the UK. Oh, he, he was signed. He, the reason he came out was because apparently he signed to Young, Young Money. Money. Oh, okay. Or something like that. He was affiliated with Young Money. Somewhere. Oh, okay. And yeah. so, like, he got his little career boost to come over here, and he released a couple of joints. I, I never heard anything else from him. I but never heard anything else. That, that song was that song rocked though. I'm not even yeah. gonna say. No, it did. It did. But I feel like the reason it got the exposure and, and whatever because Wayne was at his hottest when, when, yeah. when he did that collab. Uh, Wayne wanted it. everything that they people. Oh, excuse me. People wanted everything that they could get with Wayne rhyming on it. That was new. Yo, which is why he had the freaking. Two mixtape. He had the dedication mixtape series. He had the sorry for the wait series. I'm not a human series. I mean, he's had he's had more mixtape series than anybody. I would have to say the only ones, the only probably only one that comes anywhere close to him is Fabulous. Right, right. No, definitely. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe like. All right. So let me ask you this, right? Do you? All right. It. Do you? Who? Who do you think had the like the hottest wave? Do you think it was Wayne, or do you think it was? Uh, it's Drake now. Like not and, and forget who do you like musically, but like just who had the hottest little time. I would have to say Wayne. You think so? Yeah. There was a time where every dog. I, I feel like every single Wayne verse was like, God damn, dog. Yeah. And especially if you if 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 you know, obviously if you like rapping, you know what I mean. Yeah. I feel like definitely like dog like. I don't know. Yeah. I, I would. I would. Well, you stuff. know, you know why I say that Wayne was was the better one. Is because that Drake followed Wayne's plan, but right. didn't have it execute like Wayne did. Because yeah. you think about it, they both started out rapping, right? right? And they yeah. both were the hottest at the time. Right. Not only was Wayne able to take his success from his youth, parlay it into his adult years. Right. He then started his own label with, at the time, three popping ass rappers. Right. 
who were making him all type of money. Yeah. So and then he was still doing his shit going wild. So he was not only maintaining his career, he was maintaining Nikki's, Drake's, Tiger's. and Tiger's career. Yeah. All at the same time. Tiger didn't flourish, but Nikki and Drake did. Right. And he kind of just sat back and rode that wave after his uh his his album didn't drop. Now, Drake has done the exact same thing. Drake has been, you know, the biggest star on the planet. He's done all the ridiculous shit now. Right. Uh, he's done all his crazy she's getting his crazy shit in. Right. Um but Drake started his own record label, but ain't nobody on his record label popping. Yep. No, that that is just off of that, I feel like you're right. Ain't Definitely. nobody on his record label. Nobody. Popping. They all write popping shit for him, but ain't nobody over there flourishing. So yeah. I would have to say Wayne had the better rise. <laughs> I agree. And the now, more sustained one. Would would you say, in your opinion, that uh just as far as like everything, not just rap I guess, but like all in all as a package, Lil Wayne, would you say he's a top five rapper? In my view, no. Simply because he, and it's not for lack of having material, because Jesus Christ, has he got material. It's, when I look at it, I'm looking at lyrical skill and verbal dexterity and creativity. Wayne, ridiculously verbal dexterity, which means he can rap his fucking ass off. Uh, He can rap at a lot of different speeds in a lot of different ways. Yeah, I feel like he, he, yeah, you're right, his flow, like his ability to change flows and just it like, it's just all over. The it's place. really it's it's all over the place. It's uncanny, and his talent with that again can't be matched on yeah. how he does it and how he executes everything. Yeah. But when it comes to actual like worthwhile lyrics, right? Nah. <laughs> Wayne got a lot of trash ass lyrics over a bunch of tight ass beats that are done in a fantastic way. But, like, lyrically, Wayne is not a superb rapper. In oh, my, no. when, it, when it comes to, like, actual things that he says while rapping. Because he'll say a bunch of funny shit. Right. But, like, he'll say a lot of dumbass shit, too. And the dumbass shit has overtaken the good shit that he uh, said. I, I, can do that. I, can do that. I can see why he's saying that. And that's one of the reasons that I have a problem with so many, especially with the newer rappers and with Wayne, starting from Wayne on, that do so many mixtapes. I want to do like a mixtape every month and then put out an album like at six months right. or something like that. Like, to me, you're overextending yourself. Oh, you think sure. that you're flooding the market and you're giving niggas what they want, but like, just take your time and create some good ass fucking shit oh, yeah. so that you don't have to fucking have this ridiculous catalog worth of shit that you can perform. Now, get a couple of mixtapes in there and do your thing, but at the right. same time, like, don't don't wear yourself out trying to do a mixtape every yeah. month of the year. That don't <laughs> make see, sense. That worked for Wayne, right? Because I, that was a different time. And not only music, but like the internet. Yeah. There wasn't really the social media wasn't as big as it is now. You know what I mean? And, and I feel like that's the re- that's the re- like the fact that anybody can can like back then you kind of like that's that's how you heard about the artist was like you know through their music. Yeah. I feel like now you see them so much. It's so easy to get. It's so easy to get bored of an artist now. Because you see them on social media all day, you know what I mean? You, you fucking hear a new mixtape every week from them, and it's just, it's so it's so easy. But I feel like back then, it was, it was, like I said, it was, it was just different. Everything. No, no, I definitely agree with you. We just haven't, we have an overexposure yeah. of everything yep. now that we have the internet on yeah. our fingertips all the time. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily a bad thing, 
But like you said, in terms of getting tired of fucking rappers or artists or actors or whoever, like you get like you just get an overload of that person. Oh, Some people love having that much information about their favorites. Right. I loved being a little bit in mesmerized and no. wondering what does this nigga do with his life. It's like the only person that I can say that I could really do that now with is Hove. Because like you'll hear Hove like Hove just did an interview. Uh, what with Complex? I think last week. Oh wait. no, I don't think it was Complex. It was. Who uh, was it? It was a. Uh, you know, anyway, yeah. he did the motherfucking interview, yeah. podcast interview. When was the last time we did a? We heard that Jay Z did an interview. Right. I can't think of any than the last time. I want to say when Angie Martinez moved to uh, to 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 the same station that uh, Breakfast Club is on. Uh yeah, how was? It's not 95. Hot 95 is not it. It's uh, 107. 100, whatever it is. Whatever, the, whatever the, the shit that is the Breakfast Club come on. When Angie moved to that station, her first interview was Jay-Z. And how, how long ago was that? And I want to say that that was like two years ago, maybe. So, like, it's like we hardly ever hear from Hope. So, it's like, right. damn, I and wonder what this nigga's doing. I, it was probably like another two years. Yeah, it was, I think it was the. I think it was uh, right after him and B got married or something like that. And it oh, was on. Okay. The, they had pictures of them on the yacht. Right, right. And it was like, oh, they got the pictures. They got the pictures. Like, damn, Jay Z, let y'all get pictures of him. Jay Z right. slipping. Right. He right, old right. and he comfortable now. Like, yeah, you know what I'm nah, saying? Like, and, and honestly, dog, that that's so. It, it sucks, right? I feel like that kids will never know that feeling of not knowing. Yeah. Like that. That. That's such a. Like it's such a vicious feeling. Like, cause then it it makes it that much more vicious. I feel. I feel like I feel like the listening experience. I feel like social media definitely has changed the listening experience. Yeah, definitely. Like so much, and, and it's crazy that like you know we have so much access to these niggas, and, and it's, like you said, see what they do. There's no, there's no see, and, and I feel like. Like I said, perfect example, another one is Frank Ocean. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, you, you see never how, see anything about Frank Ocean online. You never see online. nothing about this nigga. And you see how fucking pressed I was about that shit yep. last year. And I remember, I, I know I follow him on Twitter. And I got a notification, I think the day his album came out, mm-hmm. like they sent a tweet or something like that. A tweet went out or some shit like that. Oh, and okay. that was about it. And I, I, yeah. I think I saw it like three days later right. because it was the only one that went out. Yeah, <laughs> so. no, I'm telling you, son. So like, and, and all that shit adds like a, a certain, I feel like, honestly, I feel like that kind of makes like, it makes you want the album more. It's like, damn, let me see what, like, let me see what, yeah. they, cause that's kind of like we see what they've been, like, kind of more or less up to, you know what I mean? It's like, okay. Cause just... I mean, it's just like a Soldier Boy. If you're listening to Soldier Boy beef with people online every day, doing dumb shit, doing the most, and then this nigga finally comes out with an album, but then it's just an album of him talking about all the beef that he's been doing online, blah, blah, blah. Right. You're already aware of this, so exactly. it's not something you're gonna wanna listen to. Exactly. It's like, but why now, am I gonna wanna listen let's to say, this? Let's say you, you see on, like, it used to be like you see on MTV, so and so got in a fight with so and so at a recording studio. Authorities had to respond, and then you'd be like, "Oh shit, yo, you heard?" You know that? Yeah. And then in the album, that's when you hear like so and so talking. Oh, damn, this nigga talking. But you still had to wait like six to eight months yep. before you heard it because you knew because, the album wasn't coming out for a minute. Yeah, but then when that joint came out, you're like, "Oh, no, oh. That, that it's funny because to most niggas now they wonder why there was so much time difference between uh, what was it, Ether and uh, and oh, Takeover. and uh, yeah, and, and it's. 
Because of that, I'm assuming. Yeah, no, because, I mean, it's because you have to get into the studio. You have to hear the shit first. Right. And then you have to get into the studio. You're working on your shit. Not everybody released mixtapes just to diss niggas like they right. do now. Yeah. So you only heard about no. it on the album. Yeah. And Young, when Ether dropped my nigga. Right, do, do you remember that? Yes. Was it, like, how crazy was that? It was insane. Like, it was, oh, on, so, so, it was so, on the radio... <laughs> Rotation after rotation after rotation, like niggas were calling to 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 request ether, and it was everywhere, I, and it was just like young. I hate, I hate Jay Z's never coming back from this. I hate to switch it up into this, but I feel like I have to ask this. Yeah, I feel like I've always wanted to ask you this question. And I always forget. In your opinion, ether or takeover? Now, yeah. see, ether, ether and, was just lethal. I mean, that was like. Ridiculous. Uh, takeover. Takeover it wasn't as tame. It wasn't as hard hitting, but it was. It had a lot of fucked up shit in it. <laughs> Not only that, but I feel like it was just like I feel like I don't know. It was. A, it was. A, it was like real. I think it was real well done. Like everything, yeah. from the beat choice, mm-hmm. and everything. It just it sounded like a, a vicious. Just no. It's it's a it's a sick ass song. But like, ooh. But either way, you know what I. <sighs> I've always been more of a Jay Z fan, but I've always thought that Ether was the was the better the disc. Ether was always the better disc to me because it was just so clear cut, cutthroat. The beat was was nasty and hard, and Nas just his voice on that joint. You could just yeah. hear the seething hate you, behind the words. Yo, you could tell this nigga heard that joint. Was like, yo, let's go to the fucking studio. Bro. Yes, let's go to the studio right now. Yeah. I mean, like you, like I said, you could hear how pissed he was in his voice, and it was just like, yo, yo and, and, and I don't the, even know what to say after cra- that. The crazy thing about that, right? The crazy thing about arguably one of the most successful, well, no, not even arguably, I guess besides uh, Dre, but one of the most successful uh, uh, hip hop musicians of all time mm-hmm. has an L. Like pretty much everybody refers to Ether as when you like when you, you know finish something yeah yeah which that happened to Jay-Z mm-hmm. like he got Ether yep and he's <laughs> he coined the term he coined the term <laughs> and he's still one of the most successful exactly. hip hop musicians of all time exactly which is insane if you think about it cause just how he took a, I guess a major L in that sense I guess he's also taking obviously billions of fucking W's oh of course of course that's crazy though I guess that's you know that's just you know proof for y'all that you know if you're losing today you know you can get right tomorrow you can get right tomorrow yeah. there was always there was always casualties though definitely because uh that uh ja-, ja Rule just got destroyed well you know what part of the reason Ja Rule fucked up in my who, opinion who, who do you uh who, who? 50 oh 50 yeah true was the yeah, one yeah, that yeah, yeah, true, true, true. but I don't think uh 50 wasn't the one that finished him I want to say Eminem and Busta Rhymes are the one that finished him because did he, did he go ahead yeah no because uh he said um i forgot exactly what he said about them but uh uh <laughs> what ja rule said about them but motherfucking buster rhymes called him by his government name was like nah fuck that jeffrey and i just went in on him i was like yo like yeah. like they don't even call you by your monitor right. dog like that's the most disrespect after that there was no comeback for him but and then I, I feel like cam did that with 50 called curtis all the time <laughs> he actually made a, 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 I think it was an album or something called. Hey yo, Cam, Cam might be one of the most pettiest niggas in history, dog. <laughs> hey yo, real quick, favorite diss song. Favorite diss song. Oh, man. Like like um, fuck like your favorite, not not even like the most vicious joint, but just yeah, your favorite. Um, that's hard to say. Shit. I'm gonna tell y'all mine. Yeah, go ahead. 
t-shirt and buttons Lil B this to Joe Budden Dog, if you have not heard it that's actually a pretty decent song my nigga Lil B went the fuck in dog shout out to Lil B I have to say one of my favorite this songs because it came out of nowhere and I wasn't aware of it like back in the day right but when I first heard about it and then I heard this song I mean it's not a phenomenal song but it was just like the lackluster way that there was uh because it was it's actually it's a I can't remember exactly what the song is called I apologize everybody I wish I had my phone and I don't have my phone to look it up but uh it's a Queen Latifah this song Oh, Foxy Brown. You know what's funny? I've seen it like on the top ten this yeah. song, whatever list. Yeah, it's not. It's not a phenomenal song, but it goes right, right. right. And the initial diss I want to say was from Foxy. Oh. Okay. And it was so bad, like it was just a trash diss. Oh, okay, okay. And then Queen Latifah just came back hard as fuck and just mopped the floor with her at one swoop. Right. And I was like, yo. Like, don't fuck with this one. Like, right, Queen right. Latifah was a fuck. And she was a monster back in the day. So, like, right. she was at the top of her skills when Foxy Brown was just coming out. Right. <laughs> so, right, like, right, right. it was weird for her to go at her like that. But, nah, nah. That, I would, like I said, yeah, I wish I had the also, name of it. You also, I feel like some of the best joints also were the, uh, almost every single uh, D-Block LOX this uh, song. <gasps> Jesus. Whether they was getting that state property, whether they was getting that G-Unit. It didn't matter who it they were getting It didn't fucking at. matter. All them joints was so fucking hard. You know why? Because most of them were like uh, radio freestyles. That's the crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's the crazy thing about it. These niggas would go to the radio station and diss you and be like, "Yo, y'all niggas some pussy." Live, <laughs> live on the radio. Live yeah. on the radio. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they didn't. They, uh, I want to say they dissed somebody Jay-Z. on. Um, who is it? Fuck! I wish I could remember. I want to say. I think they they dis they dissed Rockefeller on uh, Rap City one time. Oh, was it? Like one of them was rapping. I want to say he said something about somebody on on, yeah. on, on there, but there was. I mean, I've seen so many on, in the in the basement joints. Like it's crazy. I can't keep them yeah. all straight. Damn, that's just you know. So I was watching the uh, the what's it called the basement free like like it's crazy how how that feels like that was not really that long ago, but that was for like oh twenty my God. years. I'm saying, and you know what was even worse is that you're you're way too young to remember this. What? But back in the day when I was a little kid and MTV was really just kicking off, mm. they had Yo MTV raps. On like Friday night or some shit like I've that. I've heard about that. But I, and I this is the only time that you could see hip hop videos. Like it was the only time that they played hip hop videos oh, on MTV. That, it was like besides it, it was rock, rock and pop. Yeah. Like the only time you heard hip hop was like on Friday night during Yo MTV raps, Damn. and that was the only way you could hear hip hop. Like the new shit. <laughs> Yo, that is crazy. I feel like that must have been crazy to like get from that to where we are now with yeah. like, all anything you want to do. They also had I can't I think it was called Headbangers Ball where they did metal. Metal oh, music. Okay. They had their block right, of metal right, music. Right. And there was one other for us another another subgenre of music that MTV did, but I can't remember what it was. That but, just um, goes to show you that like they really control, I guess, what gets put out in yeah. some way, shape, or form. At least Back then, they definitely did. Hell yeah. Are you serious? 100%. That's crazy. Shit. TRL was, a, was oh, the yeah. peak focus of that. Yeah, for sure. Oh, hell yeah. Like, how did how people decide? Was it... Did you vote? Or? Yeah, they had people vote. Oh, um, okay. They had people calling in at that point because oh, we didn't have the okay. internet yet. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> But people yeah. will call in and then yeah, uh, right. <laughs> do, their, do their votes online or do their votes on the telephone. Damn, now, that cool. shit... That I remember... You know what I remember? Huh. <clears throat> when they first popped off TRL, yeah. it was Carson based Carson Daly in a basement studio <laughs> with like this 
like they took like it was like wherever they were in the basement they took like black velvet drop right. and dropped it over the top of it so it looked like it was part of the background and they had these just these <laughs> random benches where people were sitting on and it was like maybe a dozen people in this set with Carson and he was doing the video countdown and it was just like they just chose it like I guess oh, they chose the, the video <laughs> countdown or whatever right and uh, but I just remember he was in this dark ass dingy shit and it was at night randomly at night and then all of a sudden it's in Times Square in this big ass right. studio in the middle of the <laughs> afternoon would you say that that's a staple for MTV what TRL yeah hell yeah TRL that took it to the next level almost I, I would because they're the, really the ones that started the video countdown show right and which then, then spawned I mean, 106 in Park and dog there's literally a video there's a ridiculous amount of a video countdown shows I feel like even oh, yeah. in Spanish and other all okay. kinds of languages really. yeah it's ridiculous but uh, no, 106 and Park was really the first ones to champion it. Uh, I mean, shit, MTV back in the day was actually legitly the shit. Like, you could right. watch a lot of TV mm. on there, but I mean, it was nothing in comparison to as it is now. Like, I mean, right. you'd have the different music block shows, you know, going on during the day and then, or during, during the day. And then uh, you would have uh, Singled Out, which was a game show, a dating game show where you'd have oh, okay. 50 guys and 50 girls. Yeah. And then there was Real World, uh, Real World and Road Rules. Hey, yo, that, that, you just brought me back like yeah. shit, dog. Because no bullshit, now on MTV, it's crazy. They only give music like at three in the morning and shit. Yeah. Music videos or whatever. No, it was like it was like you'd have blocks of music of all this time to take up space and then they'd have the shows come on and it'd be yeah. on for thirty minutes or an hour. There'd be two shows back to back. I guess and then you go for another block of music. I guess they realized that they were trying to make actual money and it was like fucking yeah. produce shows. <laughs> well see then I thought they were geniuses when they created M T V too. And I know we've spun oh, way yeah. off the fucking commercial but or off the track, but <laughs> uh they spawned M T V too and they were always playing videos on. It. And they had yeah, their little, that's where it started. Yeah, then, exactly. And then they started playing old TV shows and having then, all the new MTV shows MTV, on those channels. But then they made MTV jams. <laughs> and even that shit, I saw Martin on MTV jams. I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hey, yo, MTV, where the fuck is your fucking spine? Dog? I'm saying, VH1 did the same shit. Yeah, VH1, yeah. and then VH1 Soul came out to do the videos, and they had all their different blocks of shit. Cause they, yo, they had a reggae mix, like a dance hall yeah. mix. I used to, me and my friend used to like, used to go from the bar to her apartment and just chill, and yeah. we would get drunk and listen to the fucking dance hall mix for right. two hours. But we was getting that's drunk. fucking mission. <laughs> yo, you can. You kids can never experience that ever. Dog. I'm telling you, and I'm telling you this: this uh, the, the the dance hall mix on VH1 Soul and all this. This is only maybe like four less than five years ago. So like, I mean, the the stuff just changes so bad. I mean, it's 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 amazing how music is now brought to us and how you can consume just about oh, yeah. any kind of music Anything. that you can possibly think Bruh. of. But Absolutely. at the same time. Sometimes I just think people put out too much music, and it's the worst in the hip hop community. Definitely. But, uh, Circling back, my nigga. But to answer, yes. To, <laughs> to answer the question, I don't think anybody cares. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't really think anybody cares. I think the hardcore Wayne, Wayne fans. Wayne. Yeah. All respect to Wayne. You know, what I mean, he, I think he he definitely in my in my book he's he's, he's a legend because just of of how long his because I feel like everybody has. Like a rain, it, like it, there's there's there was the Wayne rain, yeah, and then there was a fifty rain, and before that, you know, whoever back, you know, it, it keeps going. I yeah. feel like 
you can't. You Everybody can't, was on top. Somebody was on top all yeah, the time at some point. Exactly, and, and you can't knock that from from him. So definitely, I would say. Yeah, you definitely can. But um, you know, somebody who actually is popping right now is Miss uh, Cardi B. Yeah. With Bodak Yellow. Young Bodak Yellow was the song of the summer. I don't care what anybody said. Absolutely. Like we all thought that Drake was gonna come out and Passion Fruit was gonna be the song in the summer. Right. Nope. As soon as Bodak Yellow dropped, like oh, yeah. everybody was on that. Joint. You know why it is? Men, you women, know, it didn't you know, matter. You know what I've realized? Hmm. That just shows one thing. What's that? If you look at the pattern for a song of the summer, most of the time in the past, well, actually, nah, actually, for the last, yeah, for the last three years, motherfuckers just like to get ratchet. Yeah. That's the truth. Yeah. Like every, it's summertime. It's summertime. Niggas just love to get ratchet. Whether it was uh, Hot Boys, Bobby Schmurda, yep. whether it was Young M.A. Yep. last year, or, or this year, Bodak Yellow. Bodak Yellow. Motherfuckers just trying to get ratchet. Motherfuckers is trying to punch somebody in the face <laughs> while, they, while they drinking their Hennessy and shit. You know, that's what niggas is trying to do all summer. You I'm know what I'm saying? And, and I feel like this song is one of those songs to do it to. Yeah. If you're going to punch somebody or if you... Yo, completely off track, but I have to ask you this right now. Yeah. Have you seen the video where this bitch is in the club and she pees in the cup and then puts it on somebody's table <laughs> yes. and she starts walking away and then they throw it on her? Yes. Yo. Yes. Oh. I was so happy that that happened, dog. Uh, <laughs> Cause that bitch deserves to fucking go to hell, sir. No, no, that was that's foul as fuck. I am not even lying. How you just gonna be right in the middle of a fucking club, literally crouching over a cup, pissing into it? That's fucking disgusting. You need to reevaluate your fucking life at this point. Definitely not, but um, yeah, but nah, definitely. Uh, I I, I agree. I, I do I do think that uh, Bodak Yellow, even though, um, not even hating, but. It literally is kind of like the same flow from a, um, a Kodak Black song. And this one, no, this no, she she said that it was inspired oh, by that song. Yeah, oh, okay. that's why because uh, Kodak was saying that he was getting money off of the song, and that's right. why because oh, it's elements inter- of the song because she's she's apparently using his flow at some point too. Interpolation, isn't that what it's called? Like I had, in, interpolation, I guess so, something like that, maybe. Well, interpretation, I don't know. Interpolation, interp- I don't yeah. know. Whatever it's called. But anyways, is it the song of the year? Yes from you. Yes. 100% yes from me. I don't even think, honestly, I don't think anything even come, comes close to it. Right I mean, right now. I mean, we're really only, we're, we're just a little bit past half of the year. Unless something comes out this year that surpasses Bodak Yellow in popularity, right. I don't see it happening. No, I don't, I don't see it happening either. And I don't see Bodak Yellow, and be, Yellow, Bodak Yellow becoming unpopular anytime soon. No, nah, that's going to be one of them joints that you're going to hear at a part at New Year's Eve. You're definitely gonna hear that, oh, joint. And, fuck yeah. and everybody's gonna be rocking to it. Everybody's so gonna that, be- that that that's the power of having the song of the summer. Fuck yeah. Is that for years to come, that joint, regardless of if 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 uh, uh, Cardi B releases another hit, yeah, that she's gonna have the the. the she will have that one song yeah. she can always go and perform and rock the hell out oh, and everyone and, looks and gonna love my, it. Oh, and she just she literally just got herself like a five year contract of of money, just yeah. steady money coming in. Like, oh, you gonna make hits like this? Oh, but yeah. Okay. Okay. But, but you know, speaking about, I guess another not 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 Bodak, but Kodak this time. Oh shit. My man been wilding lately. You know what I mean? He, you know, whether he's talking about dark skinned girls. Yeah. I sure you heard about that shit. Yep. Oh, uh, apparently, um, I guess Master P tried to mentor him or something. Yeah, he's trying to give him some information. Or, you know, just give him some game or whatever, whatever. 
and then apparently Kodak turned around and says that Master P tried to charge him for giving him the advice right. and was like, fuck you, nigga, blah, blah, blah. So, like, he just been all over the place. He went on, he went on, on Uzi and he went on, on Young Thug. Oh, yeah, he, and, <coughs> oh, and uh, no, he's literally going in on everybody in the rap game. Like, it's just like, why? Man, I really think this nigga is just. He's just too, dog, he's too savage, dog. Like, I really feel like that's what it is. I feel like this nigga can't be, like, there's other niggas who are fake with rappers for the sake of money. I don't think this nigga could be, I think he's too, he's too grimy. Like, he's a, I really do believe he's too much of a hood nigga to be in rap, dog. That, that. See, I'm, see, how old is Kodak Black, first off? I think he's only like 19, maybe. That's what I'm saying, dog. How are these niggas so savage and still look like little children, though? <laughs> Nah, for real. He looked like an ugly little kid. Yeah, he really and he sounded like an ugly little kid when he rapped. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that weird sound that he does to his voice when yeah. he raps and shit. Like, I'm like, dog. Nah, like, but to be true, to, to be honest, he actually sounds like that when he, when he talks. It's kind of funny. Oh my God. Yeah. Cause every, I never make it past five minutes of an interview with him just because I, I can't. He's, he's a terrible interview. Him and the Migos. As much as I like the Migos, I can never watch them give interviews because they're terrible. Yeah, now they are. Do you think it's because of niggas just be really high, or do you think it's because of niggas aren't really good communicators? I think, th- yo, have you heard, have you heard the uh, Kodak Black uh, Tax Stone joint? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yo, that, yes. yo, if y'all want to hear some funny ass <laughs> shit, <laughs> listen to the Kodak Black Tax Stone, free my nigga tax. Yo. That joint. Is literally one of the funniest things. Yo, like. that is the worst interview of all time. Yeah. But no, you gotta hear it. Like it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, it's lit. <coughs> the nigga walks out in the middle of the joint and never comes back. <laughs> like literally, you just hear these niggas talking and it just cuts off. And then Taxstone comes back, says that the nigga went to go take a shit and never came back. Damn, my nigga got lost. He got flushed. Yeah, that it has. <laughs> Young Kodak has been wilding for a minute now. Remember he was wearing a ma- uh, ski mask in the Breakfast Club interview oh, yeah. last time he was there? Dog, this nigga probably still does uh, fucking home invasions for fun. He probably does. And yeah, yeah, these niggas really want to be this savage at this young age. They're going to end up like that nigga you was talking oh, about yeah. that got a couple of bodies and oh, was yeah. on the run. Oh, definitely. <clears throat> I guess that's... I don't know if you guys have heard about uh, my man uh, TK. He went by TK47 at first. TK47. Yo, my man, dead ass, looks like an adorable little cousin from one of your, like one of your man's adorable <laughs> little cousins, dog. But this nigga is a cold blooded savage, dog. Yo, so I'm sure uh, definitely a lot of you guys have probably already heard the song. Uh, it is called The Race, where young TK depicts his. Uh, Pretty much his crime spree that he just went on for the last year. Oh, that was just the name of the song. Yeah, because you race. said that before, but you didn't say what it was called. Oh, okay, yeah, it's called The Race. <clears throat> so, pretty much he's saying, uh, fuck a beat, I was trying to beat the case, but I ain't beat the case, so I did The Race. Wow. Yeah, he's pretty much saying, yo, I ain't beat the case, so I'm out, I'm out y'all. I'm out. I'm yo, boy. I'm not going to lie, right? So, pretty much, right, if y'all don't know, this nigga was part of a... Of a, hum, of a ridiculously stupid homicide. He, I would think he, he, he wasn't the trigger man, but he was there. So pretty much, that, uh, you know, that's what happened there. He was wanted for that. And then um, after that, while he was on, the, while he was on, like I guess waiting, you know, sentences or whatever. Yeah. He did a home invasion and ended up killing somebody. And then after that, that's when he went on the run and shit. So. See these niggas out here. 
Yeah, nah, but um, yeah. I mean, do, do you think? First of all, do you think this song? You say you haven't heard it, but it like it's gaining popularity. What I'm saying is, do you think this is gonna be something that's gonna be like guess remembered, or people are gonna be like, oh, you remember that one nigga that was wild and dog? Like, do you, I mean, I mean, it'll probably be just like that. That one nigga that was wild and blah blah blah. Like, I mean, it's, like you said, if it's a hit, it'll be a hit for a while probably. But I mean. You ain't never gonna be able to follow it up. <laughs> so, I mean, at this point, it doesn't really matter if it's a hit or not because it's either going to be a hit for like a year and then fade away, or it's going right. to be a hit. It's just gonna go ahead and fade away now. So, and it's crazy because um, not only him, but um, so Kodak Black, he had this. Um, he has this other artist, like one of his mans or whatever. Mm-hmm. He be rapping too. And if you think Kodak Black is a fucking savage, uh, this nigga, like, he's actually I can't. I'm really wrong. I can't think of his name right now. Um, but, um, he actually just got arrested for, like, armed robbery and, like, wow. a bunch of crazy charges. And, like, pretty much the nigga's done, too. Oh, man. See? And, and, and it's crazy, because he was actually picking up on man. I'm like, dog, like... So you got all this stuff going good for you, and you gonna do some dumb shit like this? I don't understand these men. Yeah, man. dog. And my whole thing is, like, why are you still doing shit that you don't need to be doing? Anymore? I'm saying, you got money, dog. Yeah, you got money now. You you performing at shows? You're getting paid to rap, like yeah, that's more than you would have got for a goddamn home invasion. I guarantee right. that. Oh, absolutely. Young. Okay, so Kanye, you remember how he went crazy and oh, he canceled yeah. all his shows? Right. Now his insurance is saying, Nah, nigga, we ain't paying for your shit. Right, right, yeah. I mean, and we ain't paying for your shit because you was off the weed. Right. <laughs> First of all, I don't even know if Kanye really smokes. I feel like Kanye is like that one dude who kind of like smokes just to like kind of like be cool to everybody and shit. Yeah, and I don't really see Kanye as a smoker. I, I just think he's too in. I don't know. I feel like he's too. I don't know. He he's too much. Of, I don't know. I I would never see him fucking smoking. But regardless, yeah, they're saying that you know the insurance isn't gonna cover his or isn't gonna I guess pay him whatever the fuck they owe him or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I'm, Kanye's been laying low recently, dog. Like. So, I mean, I, I, I don't know what the fuck is up with this nigga, dog. But, I mean, if he actually has some doctor shit that says, yeah, he needs to do his shit, it doesn't really matter if they think he's smoking weed or not. Right, right, right. Oh, no, At least, shit. theoretically, you should, you know, if the doctor is like, yeah, this nigga's depressing, he <coughs> needs to, like, chill and, you know, relax his mind and shit like that, then the company Ew. seems like they should be liable to pay. But I don't know. I don't know how that shit works. Real quick, what, uh, what does surrogate mean? Is that when somebody else holds your baby? I mean, that's one thing as a surrogate, but a surrogate means basically somebody who is doing something for someone else. So, like, when you see people that talk about, you know, defend the president on yeah. TV, those are his surrogates. Oh, okay. Because it was saying that um, Kim Kardashian's surrogate is, like, four months pregnant. Oh, yeah. She's having a baby through somebody else. She does, She's not having it, so she ain't got to fuck up her body again. Oh, <laughs> oh so is it going to be Kanye's, like... like yeah, what they do is they take her egg and his sperm... Like get them together, uh, and then like you know in a petri dish or whatever, and then implant it into the into the host. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So technically, it is going to be both of them. Yeah, it'll be both their babies. It's just going to grow and gestate in this inside oh. this other person. Yo, that is some rich motherfucking shit, dog. I really did not even know that existed. You they starting to let you pick genes out. Oh like, yeah, I heard when, about that shit. When you can find out, you can do testing. Ahead of time to that see if the child not... has different problems or whatever. I'm like, wow, 
they out here talking about they twisting knobs and shit and giving you super children. Yo, that no is wonder really motherfuckers' kids is coming out smart. That is not fair, bro. <laughs> Why did they figure that shit out when I was? Because I, I know some dumb motherfuckers oh, have yeah. kids, man, and they got some smart ass kids, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that is so true. I know some dumb niggas, dog, with some fucking smart, smart ass kids. No dog. That is probably what is going on. But, man, I'll tell you what isn't cool with going on is when Usher out here, you know what I mean, slinging the wild community dick, fucking everything on sight, fucking, fucking fat bitches, fucking skinny bitches, and of Let course he leaving a surprise for them in the morning, man. Yo. <laughs> this whole I, thing I, is I, hilarious. Oh, I yeah. never expected this out of Usher. Bruh, never. Yo. Man, you know why, dog? I think Usher needs to just take a step back, dog. Yeah, because, I mean, like, Usher, you've never had any real problems in your career. I think he cheated on it on some one wife or something like that one time, whatever. But, like, you've never had any real scandals in your entire career. And not only do you bust out with a scandal that is, whoo, it's a hoot. But then <laughs> you are extra messy with it, with men and women, dog. Oh, was it women? Yes, you didn't uh, hear about it. It was two women and a man that came out. Yeah. Two, the two people anonymous were a man and a woman, and then the third person was Big Bertha. Oh yeah, Big Bertha. <laughs> Yo, that was a hefty bitch. <laughs> but then Yo. again, they say that 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 Usher likes big girls. I mean, being from Atlanta, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Right, right. Number one, Atlanta is a very populated with homosexuals and uh it would make sense if he was to mess around with them like apparently they do that in atlanta look at bobby v right, right 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 i mean shout out to atlanta no hate but you know that's what it sounds like um and i'm not i'm not talking bad about anybody's Absolutely lifestyle not. do your shit Absolutely. um but i mean usher man like you just you see you, you had to be messy about it though that's it, the it, thing here's my thing right I really see. I I didn't like his last song he put out, the joint with uh with, with Young Thug. Oh, I didn't even hear that mess. No, that that was it. Well, it was actually a hit. I would say. Oh, word. Yeah. Well, if it was but, on the radio, I didn't hear it. Dog, I, dog. I really feel like this nigga. He had his time. I feel like he's made enough money. I feel like he needs to go into old nigga mode where he performs all his hits and shit. Yeah. Like I I mean I don't know how old he is, but like he did the whole thing where like. He, uh, Usher he, not that old. Usher like maybe 36, 30, really? maybe 38, maybe, maybe. I thought he was like early 40s. Already, I don't think 40s. he's that old. Because <clears throat> I remember when they came out, Usher, Brandy, and Monica were all around the same age, and they weren't much older than me. I want to say Brandy's like five years older than me. Right. So he, I don't think Usher's that much older than me. Yes. This man is literally looking up how old Usher is. Yeah, only on this podcast. Right? Only, only. 38. Told you, bam! <laughs> yeah, I'm nah, good. regardless, that, that's washed nigga age. I feel like we need to give it up. I feel like we need to let young... You know what he needs to do? He needs to, like, mentor, like, young niggas or some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, I mean, when you're a musician and stuff, you really can't... You're not really washed. I mean, his new music is not that great. I'm not even gonna lie, it's nothing like his old music, but it's not terrible. And he's not exactly washed. I mean, it's not like he's out here and can't do anything anymore, you know what I'm saying? Right. But at the same time, Usher, you ain't young, dog. You need to stop being out here acting like you're 22, yeah. running around, fucking Definitely. everything in sight. Yeah, especially hefty bitches. Like, you know, man. <laughs> Niggas trying to throw his back out. Yo. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, speaking of fucking old niggas, he says that anybody over the age of 25 is an old nigga. <laughs> well, I guess I'm one age, one one year away from being an old nigga. Man, Shit, cause... Uzi himself is two years away from being yeah. an old nigga. <laughs> <laughs> How does that make sense, bro? And did you also hear how he said that he doesn't expect to be around for after, like three years from now? Yeah, which is actually kind of insightful. No, it not. It really actually, I was thinking about this. I was like, yo, that is actually pretty damn insightful coming from this nigga. Right? Not to say, I mean, I don't know if he's dumb or not or if he's smart or not, but I wouldn't think he's, you know what I mean? But that's fucking, that's actually kind of, if you think about it, that's like saying, it, it's true. Yeah. Like, Niggas are literally here today and gone literally gone tomorrow. Yep. Like, I hate to say it, but I feel like Fetty Wap is done. Yeah. <laughs> what has he done? <laughs> no Fetty, new music. He had a nice little stretch. Oh, he did. Shit, he got what? nominated for a Grammy. Yeah, dog. That nigga was, he was on a summer run. Yep. You know what I mean? For sure. Like two, three years, I guess three years ago now. And now, dog, I don't know what's up with this nigga. Like, I really don't. Like, maybe he just doesn't have his heart in it. Uh, maybe. I, I don't know. But it's crazy. Like, if you look back on, on everybody, it, it's very... Because I, I was actually having this conversation with my friends that what uh what are, like, the top five artists from this era? Okay. I'm like, I can't really even think about that because I feel like so many artists came and went. Yeah. And very few... I mean, would you say it was very like that? Very few stayed around. Would like, you say it was like that, Uh, I guess, like, in the 90s and shit? Hell no. Like, it was like... You really wouldn't hear from like a new rapper for a minute, man. And it was unless it was somebody that was, you know, affiliated with a group or some shit like uh, that. But yeah, new new rappers just didn't bust out all the time cuz like I'm I'm thinking about it now and I was I was reading an article the other day and uh they was they did a, a joint with Rich Homie Quan. Yeah. And Rich Homie Quan was one of the the hottest rappers like 2-3 years ago. Yeah, now he's And now weird. he's just been a ghost in the wind because he's been like I think like contract disputes or some shit like Something. that. Yeah, he was <clears throat> And now he's talking about releasing new music and they're like young. He, he even he was just like young. I don't even know if, if I'm still going to hit with people cuz they yeah. may not even remember who the fuck I am, you know? What no, I'm and dog, that is true because like you said at, at one point like Rich Homie Quan, he might not have been on obviously on a Drake level or even yeah. on a Meek level, but he was definitely like he had his run he, too. Like he has some weight on his name yeah. for sure. But now that joint is not really. Because right. I mean, it's it's every time I turn around, especially watching academic videos, I seem like there's just new rappers that have come oh, out, yeah. and I don't know who they are. Like there's the the kid from Miami with the multicolored dreads. Oh, uh, XXX Tentacion. No, 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 the Spanish one. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Damn, it's bad that I have to be like Yo. I have to be more precise <laughs> yeah. with my description. That is multicolored dress. <laughs> Lil Pump. <laughs> Lil Pump. That one and the one that they said was I know about was fucking little girls. Um something sixty nine. Who? Something sixty nine? He's just sixty nine on his hands? I don't know. Um fuck, I don't remember that nigga's name, but that's that's another one I've never heard of. <laughs> okay. And uh there was a uh, some I don't know. There was like four nah, stories def- nah, on dog. academics the other day that I saw, and all these rappers I'd never heard of. I was like, who I are these people? No, nah, for sure, dog. Like one hundred percent. I feel like they, they they literally come out, and that's why you. Because I, I think I was watching what what the fuck was I watching? Oh yeah, I was watching uh the Everyday Struggle Joint. Yeah, and Action Bronson was on there, and it was that, and it was talk, and he was talking about how yeah, you you kind of have to put <laughs> shit out like every to stay relevant like yeah, every couple like, months. Yeah, no, nah, definitely now. 
I feel like there's certain artists, I can't really think of them right now, but there's definitely certain artists who do it the right way and they, they not, you know, like everybody else who puts out like, you know, a whole bunch of shit all at once. Yeah. But, um, and one of the people who I feel like definitely do that, who's, you know, ironically enough, we're talking about it now is Uzi Vert. I feel like he really doesn't have a whole bunch of music. Unlike, but, hey, but his style of music is that, that's what niggas do. Yeah. Where they release a bunch of shit and whatever sticks, sticks. Yeah. But ironically enough, I feel like Uzi, y'all correct me if I'm wrong, but I really feel like he doesn't have too many projects up. He might have like two and they're not even that long. Hmm. I think one of them was like an EP or something. It, was, it wasn't even really that long. So I feel like he definitely doesn't, ironically enough, you know, doesn't flood the market. So let me, let me ask you this. Between niggas constantly flooding the market. Right. And then other niggas like, you know, who are coming back into the market or mm. niggas that are currently in the market but aren't really putting out as much as everyone else. Would it be more feasible as a rapper these days to not even worry about putting out a project, but to just put out singles, just be a single rapper, like in the span of a year, put out five singles and don't even put it as an EP. They're just singles. Oh, absolutely. Because because the way because the way that shit goes, <laughs> if they're hot singles, yo, you think you think that would good, be good nowadays? Yo, no bullshit. You might be on or something because I feel like maybe like in five ten years that's what it's gonna be. There's gonna be no point. Like, you you gotta think about the cost that goes into making a project. Mm -hmm. I feel like it, it has to be like incredibly high. Yeah. And you gotta also think that there's gonna be a minimum of about maybe six songs on the project. Yeah. That won't be hits. Mm -hmm. A minimum of them. Yeah. A lot of them are gonna you know come and go and just slide. But from almost every artist, I feel like it doesn't matter what caliber artist you are. Yeah. There's gonna be about six songs on, on each project that isn't really gonna stick. So all that is, you know, not only time but also money wasted. Exactly. Damn that. I mean, that might that might be true. And the think about it. All you gotta do is, like you said, release like, let's say eight songs in a year. Yeah. And just release them, and that's what you tour with. You tour with that. You perform your older songs. Mm -hmm. and, you know, it is. Because I mean, the way that they that they categorize shit uh, placement in the charts now is by how many spins you get yeah. online. Yeah, definitely. So, like, I mean, if you've got X amount of downloads or X amount of plays, you know, your, your shit goes di diamond or whatever because it's everyone loves that shit, then you're still going to make the same fucking amount of money whether right, you put right. on a project or not. No, absolutely, yeah. And, and I think that's what got... Uh, still Fetty get Wap. your status. That's what got Fetty Wap, uh, like, uh, like, I think a platinum album. Yep. Is, uh, what's it called? Um, they started Trap counting the, how many plays it had, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, it might be feasible for some people just to do that or possibly even just do EPs, like do like a four-track a four oh, track yeah. EP like every six months. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. But now, do you think labels would allow that? Or do you think there would be even need for labels? At this point, what the fuck is the need for a label? Like, if you get your money together, <laughs> most people can do exactly the same thing I did see, right here and make their own studio. Right. No, that is true. Because pretty much, that's pretty much what I did too. You get past fucking studio fees, recording fees. But see, uh, late, how much time you get to spend at the studio? I, I'd be interested to ask somebody who actually is in the industry, right? Yeah, because, that'd be a good conversation. Because um, if that's the case, then why do people still do it? 
You have every no, like you have niggas who say they'll never sign to a label, sign to a label in 2017. But you got to think about it. A label is still something that has a solid base. It's got that financial. Base. Oh yeah, no, and, and, and so and, it's something that you don't get as an independent artist. No, you have to take that gamble. And, and, and that's why that's why I think that uh, I mean it's it's obviously it's, it has to have some kind of uh, pros to it. Of course. And I think that's the main one is that. You, you have somebody who knows what they're doing handling your shit more or less. Exactly. You don't have to worry about all this extra shit. You don't have to worry about getting insurance for your performance. Like, like a lot, I guess a lot of niggas, you know, during festival season and shit like that. Yeah. They, they might, like, do crowd surfing and shit and niggas get hurt. Mm-hmm. You won't think, oh, shit, I got to get That's insurance. It's my insurance, exactly. Yep. But also, <clears throat> you got to think, niggas want their money so if they can find every possible route to get as much of that money as they can without having to pay mm-hmm. uh anybody but a promoter and right. and their and their book and their agent they don't got to pay none of that other fees and shit right. for record labels and all that other shit then i can get all that 20 <clears throat> when they get that fifty thousand dollars it goes directly to them oh yeah definitely and all, all those album sales mm-hmm. everything you already know that shit because, I mean, Luda had a, Luda was smart when he said, when you fucking, if you're going to start a record, the first thing, smartest thing he ever did was start his own record label and sign himself. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Shit. I mean, I guess owning your uh, your masters is literally, like, that's what, you know, they're saying that that's why Frank Ocean took so long to uh, to release music is because he didn't want to, he wanted to own, he now owns all his masters. He bought all his masters from, from what, from. And I guarantee you he learned that from Prince. Maybe, yeah. Prince wouldn't work with people who didn't have their own masters, who didn't own their masters. For real? He wouldn't work with them at all? Because he got dicked out of his masters originally by his old company, which is why he changed his name. Uh, to and started artist. going by the artist formerly known as. Yeah. So that he could still perform and make money as not as Prince, who was signed to the record label. Oh, so they weren't getting that shit, even though he was performing? It. Nope. Because they, they signed Prince. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So then they worked out their contract. He had all his masters. Oh shit! Damn. He yeah. Nah, I mean that's that's pretty much what the fuck he did. 